Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. talking about staying in the house we're talking about counterculture we're talking about as we go counterculture doing things against the winds and the waves of the world we get so caught up in the aggressive force of popular opinion that we unknowingly sometimes stray away from biblical standards we stray away from what God wants us to be and, and who he wants us to be because of the aggressive force of the winds of culture and popular opinion. And we don't even recognize it all the time because from adolescence to, to, to when you come into your teenage years into adulthood, you just go with the wind. Nobody wants to be an eyeball. Everybody want to fit in. Everybody want to be cool. Everybody want to be, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be down. Brandy. <laughs> But I want to be up. I don't want to be down. So there's a certain, we need the spirit of God, and that's the ultimate thing that will get us to recognize. Because how do you recognize what's culture or what's kingdom when they're all in the same place? You need the spirit of God. That's ultimately the truth. We were talking about uh, these past couple of weeks, stay in the house from the scripture where the children of Israel, when the death angel was passing through, Egypt, man. And he said, put the blood on the doorpost, right? And when I see the blood, I'll pass over. Death passes over public displays of obedience. Right? So he says, mark your doors so death knows who's mine. Now, God knows who's his. So why didn't he just say, hey, don't touch that house? No, he requires obedience from us. To bless, in order to bless us, even though he knows we're his. Okay, Lazarus. Bring Lazarus back. Okay, I could do that, but roll away the stone. Jesus could have rolled away the stone. When Jesus was resurrected, he walked through a wall. So it's not about rolling away the stone or not. It's about you still have to participate. I still got to see some type of public display of obedience. That's called faith. Okay, y'all ready? They were just singing, I want, it, I want to make you smile. I want to make you smile. And I saw y'all in here like, yes, that's me. That's me smiling, Jesus, because of me. Right? We all want to make God smile per the song, per y'all reaction to the song. Unless she was faking. We want to make God smile. But without faith, it's impossible to make him smile. <laughs> without faith, it's impossible to please God. So faith is doing what I believe, doing what he says. It's action. Faith without works is dead. So I can bring Lazarus back, but I want to see some faith to be pleased. The death angel could pass over you, but I want to see some faith. Do something crazy in public. Put blood on the outside of your doors. Do something crazy in public. While everybody's sitting down, you get up and lift your hands. Do something crazy in public when you're eating at McDonald's. Thank you, Jesus. Just do, do what nobody else does to show them that I believe something different than everybody up in here. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Now, the, the thing about it is it shouldn't be different in church. Everybody on your row should have the same mindset. 
Ask your neighbor, are you a praiser or no? I need to know who I'm sitting next to. Because everybody up in here should enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts. I shouldn't feel weird praising God in church. I shouldn't feel funny lifting my hands in church. I shouldn't feel funny crying in church. I should be amongst my brothers and sisters who believe the same thing I do, who serve the same God I do, who got the... Man... So we're trying, to do, uh, we're trying to create a, 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 what is it? What is it? Yeah. What do they have at LA Fitness Safety Zone? What is it called? There you go. No judgment zone. What is it? I'm sorry. LA Fitness. Look at all the fitness people. That's planet. That ain't LA. That's planet. Well, LA is in the planet, ain't it? Bars. <laughs> ain't LA in this planet? Okay, so it's the no judgment zone. You should be able to get up and run around the church and not to have to explain. I'm sorry, y'all. He healed my grandmother from. I ain't got to explain all that to you. I'm out. I'm running because. And I expect you to get it. Tell your neighbor, I expect you to get it. You should look at somebody running like God done blessed somebody again. He done did it. Look at your neighbor and say, He done did it again. If they just scream for no reason, it ain't for no reason. God done did it again. I need somebody to scream for seemingly no reason. Hallelujah. Be free to express yourself. Be free. Nowhere else are you judged to express yourself. If you fight somebody in public in school, you celebrate it. Oh, she kicked her behind. Oh, you... You're celebrating for all type of foolish public expression. Yo, back up off me. Back. Yo, he ain't no joke. He ain't no. We're celebrating for stupid public, never mind, public expression. That's what you should be judged for. Like, my man, sit down. What you doing all that for? Sit down. Why are we saying that in church? We should know why we're doing all that in church. Because he's been too good for me to keep it all together. So whatever your expression is, man, however you do it, do it. If you sit there and cry, sit and cry. If you just sit there and whisper thank you, whisper thank you. But if you feel like running, man, get to stepping. Boy, kick your shoe off and just boop, just be out. You don't have to explain your praise. Especially the people who wasn't there when you needed a breakthrough. Uh-oh. How you going to sit me down and you wasn't there when I was sick, when I was going through, when I was about to lose my mind, when I almost, how you going to sit me down? That's crazy. So, there you go. <laughs> so he said, put the blood on the doorpost. He had specific instructions for the lamb, eat the lamb. We talked about that for all the vegetarians in here. I ain't going to go there right now. <laughs> you don't have to eat meat, but don't judge people that do. We understand all the chemicals they put in all the product. We, are, we got all that. But uh, I'm going to have me some steak in the name of Jesus. And I love all of y'all. And I love everybody I see. I love everybody. You, you graze. You graze. I'm going to go ahead and put some hot sauce on my steak. In Jesus' name. I mean, come on. 
So they put the blood on the doorpost. When I see the blood on Passover, the last word to them was stay in the house. So I want to continue along that, that subject, stay in the house. Stay in the house. Because everything outside the house was death, destruction, calamity, confusion. I remember growing up one time when Pages was in. <laughs> Y'all remember two-way Pages and page, Beepers. All right, let's go before beepers for all my, you know, 40-plus people up in the room. Let's go before beepers when you was a child. <laughs> you can go out and play. You can go to the park. <laughs> when them street lights come on, <laughs> you're behind. <laughs> Better be up in that house. So I want to preach from the topic, it's getting dark outside. It's getting dark. I was preaching stay in the house for a few weeks, and the Lord told me, Ty, some people are not even in the house. So I'm saying stay in the house. The house is God's way. The house is, so stay in God's way. You know what I mean? Do things his way. I'm saying stay. Some people haven't even come in. You haven't even entered into submitting to his will and his way. Surrendering your flesh and subduing your flesh to say, all right, God, I'll do it your way. Some people haven't even dropped their shoulders and say, whatever you want. We haven't even gotten to that surrender. Because we don't know how dark is getting. That's all he told me to say. I'm just going to try to stretch it. It's getting dark outside. And the reason why they said that is not because you can be raped, not just because burglary, not just because somebody can thieves out there, not because you can get hit by a car, not because you can somebody can. It's not just because of one of those things. It's because of all of those things. It's because you have no clue what scheme or strategy or tactic the enemy has set up to destroy you once it gets dark. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the Bible says, arise, shine, right? The first scripture says, arise, shine. We talked about this. We said, arise, arise, like wake up. Like certain, certain creeping things like bugs and stuff like that, they automatically scatter just because you wake up. So little things that could destroy scatter just because you're woke. I don't know if that's the scripture. There it is. In pieces, in segments it came. Arise, shine, for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, that means look, the darkness shall cover the earth. That's spiritual. And gross darkness, the people. That's natural. That's the, that's the expression. All right? So there's spiritual wickedness in high places. That's how dark is getting. But then it's going to start affecting the people. And we're going to even have gross darkness. Gross darkness. The enemy whispers suggestions, and we take it to the next level all the time. Every time. So gross darkness, the people. But. The Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon you. The world is going to get darker, but you're going to shine brighter. That's what I'm saying, basically. He told this to Timothy. I'm moving quick. I'm going to try to make this 9 o'clock quota in the name of Jesus. Let me stop saying that. <laughs> he says, you should know this. The next scripture says, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. Perilous times, King James says. We talked about this before. I just want to kind of set something up for you guys so you can notice something. All right? It's, uh, let me go back to my story in the beginning. My mom never told me why I should get in by dark. She just knows it's dangerous. 
outside after dark. It's dangerous outside of God's will. I, I can't tell you you're going to get sick or you're going to get a, or you're going to get your head. I, I don't I, It's just dangerous. Outside, living outside of God's way is just dangerous. So it says, very difficult times shall come in the last days for people will love only themselves and their money. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. That's, this is Timothy thousands of years ago talking, but it sounds like last night. It's like, it sounds like 2 Timothy put up a post today. Well, well, watch this. This is him describing difficult times. He didn't say for people will not be able to pay their bills. The hearts of the people make life difficult. Not the situation, not your condition. The hearts of man makes your life difficult. Uh, let's talk, look, at, look at it. Heart, difficult times shall come for you won't be able to pay your bills, for you'll get sick. None of that is on there. That don't make life difficult. But selfish people make your life difficult. They will love only themselves. That makes it hard to be in a relationship with you. I ain't talking about girlfriend, boyfriend, wife. It's hard to be your cousin if all you think about is yourself. It's hard to be your homie if all you think about is yourself. And you will make it difficult. Look at it, y'all. Look at it. They will love only themselves and their money. I ain't got to go into that. That speaks for itself. This makes it difficult. They will be boastful and proud. Like, okay, chill. We happy for you. You make it difficult to be in a relationship with you when you're so prideful and all you talk about is yourself. Y'all, okay. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh, 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 scoffing at God. Uh-oh. Whatever, God. Or, or at his ways. I ain't even going to break down everything. Uh, this, oh, I ain't got to say that. Disobedient to their parents. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> this is a sign of difficult times when kids are disobedient to their parents. Wow. This is what, this is, what the, the, this is like the destruction of civilization. You understand what I'm saying? So don't partake in that. And un, oh gosh, ungrateful. It's hard to please somebody that's never. You make chilling with you difficult because you're never grateful. You don't recognize nothing I do for you. You don't appreciate nothing I do for you. I'm breaking your neck just to have peace with you. And you just un. This is a sign of the last days. You understand what I'm saying? But we don't know. We participate in it. You sitting up here in here ungrateful, you are confirming this. Don't take part in that. Be counterculture is what I'm trying to tell you. They will consider nothing sacred. Ooh, nothing is sacred. Nothing is off limits. Nothing is holy. No boundaries. No limits. I, and I ain't talking about the good way that we see. No boundaries. No. No, some boundaries are healthy. That's why you lock your door at night. <laughs> are you understand what I'm saying? If there were no boundaries, if I needed sugar, I could just walk up in your house. How you doing? No, I need you to knock. Matter of fact, call. Matter of fact, text. Matter of fact, uh, 
I need boundaries. Nothing sacred. We do as we will. Do as thou wilt. I ain't even going into that because then you start talking Illuminati and all that, and I don't even feel like that tonight. Well, y'all, I'm definitely not getting out at nine if I go down that street. There's too much intel on that. So I ain't going to that. I can't do that. Nothing is sacred. Is there anything sacred to you? Is there anything you don't touch? We talked about this when we talked about devotion. Is there anything in your life that's untouched by it? It's just sacred to this time. Six in the morning to 6.50. This is sacred. What's, what's not open to everybody? What's not just, what's devoted to God? Is there anything sacred in your life? If there's nothing sacred in your life, you won't be able to commit, especially in marriage, because your marriage is not sacred to you. Something needs to mean something to you. Come on, Liv. I'm scared of people who don't care about nothing. Because they're capable of doing anything. I need to know what you care about. What puts, what puts the brakes on you? You got to have something that will stop you in your tracks. Something you honor, something you respect, something you revere, something that's holy to you, something that's sacred. I don't care how young you are. Let me keep moving. Don't get caught. Don't get caught out in the dark. This is how you are when you're in the, the dark, outside of the light. Watch this. It says the next one. Let's go. I'm moving quick tonight. Well, I am. I don't know about that. Okay. They will be, uh-oh. This is the end times. This, this is what makes it difficult. They will be unloving and unforgiving. Okay? People who hold grudges. We talked about this on the way to church, my wife and I. People who hold grudges for the rest of their lives are unforgiving. Because it's not about them knowing you forgive them. It's about you just releasing them. You don't have to call them and say, I forgive you. You just have to say, you know what? I'm going to let it go. I'll forgive them. Y'all quiet. Because you're binding yourself being unforgiven. Look at your neighbor and say, just let it go. Let it go. But you don't understand. You don't understand, Pastor. You don't, I, I don't have to understand. You are arresting yourself to a past season that you should have graduated from by now. Just by being unforgiving. Holding judgment like they deserve, they deserve for me not to speak to them. They deserve for me. Hey, hey. Let it go. Y'all gonna be like the movie Life. Do y'all remember the movie Life? I mean, who was it? What's their names? Ray and Claude. They didn't speak until they all got, they got gray. <laughs> they didn't speak for like tens of years. Because of a grudge. They were unforgiving. And you, it, you keep yourself unhealthy. We're unforgiving, but that's the signs of the end times. That's the signs of making life difficult. Don't participate in making life difficult. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's culture. Counterculture is forgiving. Amen. So everything I'm listing here, just think of the opposite, because I ain't got time to preach the opposite to everything. Y'all got me? Yes. All right. Unloving means I need to love, right? Yes. All right. Okay. Unforgiving means I need to. Yes. Right. They will slander others and have no self-control. Why do we talk about people so much. Help us. 
what are we doing? You have to feel that good about yourself that you have to put them that far down. You, you understand what I'm saying? And I know it's going to get quiet on this part. I was prepared. It's in my notes. Quiet. Because, babe, gossip and complaining is a sign that you got it too good. If you got time to talk about somebody, I don't have time to talk about somebody. I don't have food in my refrigerator. How? I talked about it last week, how when we visit people in Africa, in the, in the, in the rural areas, the real hard part of Africa, man, they, they, don't have, they, don't, they don't have light. No, 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 no. I want y'all to hear me. Light. They crowd around little flames and sticks of fires at night for light, not heat. It's already hot in Africa. Okay, feel me right now. For I've seen it with my eyes. They crowd, they crowd around bushes and little for light. Who in that circle got time to talk about you? Did you see what she wore tonight? She's so corny. Oh, my God. Who got time for that? You must got it too good. Your air condition must work. Your water must work. Your family must be all together. You must not have no dysfunction in your life to be able to have the luxury to talk about somebody. Miss me, man. So you ain't got nothing else to focus on. Everything in your life is perfect and in order. So now you got time. Tell your neighbor, I ain't even got time to talk about you. Come on, tell somebody else, I don't like your outfit, but I ain't got time to talk about you because I... Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, I would have worn something else, but I ain't got time to talk. I, I, I wouldn't have worn those shoes with that, but I ain't got time. I can't. I wouldn't have worn this hat, but I ain't got time to talk. And what does it do for you? After you talked about them and you and your homies and your homegirls laugh, what do you do now? I just want to I want to interview somebody. <laughs> you crazy, y'all. That was funny, y'all. So how, what's, what's going on now with you? How, how does that feel? What did, did that add to you in some kind of way? You done talked about me. You done talked about everything. You talked all that stuff. He black. He teeth. Look at how the, cool. How you feel now you done talked about me? He's skinny. Look how cool. That's so good. Now what? Because you ain't changed nothing about me. I'm still blessed. I still, y'all, you ain't changed nothing about me. I still got power. I st Never mind, I ain't going to. What changed? As if you have extra words, as if you praised him all day. So you done worship, you done, right? Holy, you got the last holy out. Now you got space because you praise them all day, right? You don't bless them at all times. Who got time? I, I guess I made my point. People get on my nerves with that. Why are you talking about them? Okay. You must got it really well. No self-control. Whoa. 
Y'all like, what do you want to say about that? What do I have to say? Y'all know what y'all, y'all. Control yourself. Control yourself. Put boundaries on you. Put budgets on you. I ain't got to preach that. Stop it. All right. <laughs> we do what we want. Say what we want. Act how we want. As if we have no Lord or leadership. Don't call God to now get pressing on the guy who's the head of my life. No, he's not. You are the head of your life because you do as you please. Don't participate in the culture of the last days. They will be cruel and hate what is good. I ain't know she joined the praise team. She could, that's good. understand people I don't even understand people hating Cardi B right now she done came off the pole never mind leave her alone oh no nobody has anything to say to you while you're a stripper while you're living a degraded lifestyle, nobody got nothing to say to you. As soon as you come up, they got all these words for you. That's a sign that you're good God Almighty. That's a sign that you're doing better. If they talk about you, clap your hands right now and say, I must be doing something. They don't talk about losers. They talk about winners. Your haters know you're a winner before you do. I'm a, I wish they hear what I'm saying. Your haters recognize you're a winner before you do. But all you do is hear their slander. You need to take their slander as a sign that I'm a winner. I'm a winner. You done told me I'm a winner. You done told me. They just don't participate. You feel me? Yeah, don't participate in the culture of the last days. How are you going to hate what is good? That's why there's an aggressive campaign of people who hate church. And all they do is talk about how bad church was or how bad some churches still are. You know, you can't, you got to wear, you can't wear your, where, where do they do that at now? I, back in the day, okay, you got to dress up, you can't go in it, you can't wear jeans. That's like 1922. And some churches still are in 1922. But most churches are not. But all they do is hold on to that grudge because they don't really, they don't want to connect with God. Because I don't care how dirty a Waffle House is. If I want one, I'm going to find a clean, y'all quiet. I'm going to find a clean Waffle House. Yo, they got a clean one in Claremont. I just found it. If you want a clean Waffle House, it opened about six months ago in Claremont. Go to that. The floor ain't greasy. You got traction. I'm not sliding on the floor. I'm like, yeah, this one my outside. Because if you want something, you're not going to let one bad representation throw you off your goal or throw you off your purpose. If you want God and the last church kick you out, go to another one. They will betray 
their friends. They'll betray their friends. We was cool last school year. This year, they turned on you. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to. I need to talk to about five people in here who had friends betray you. There you go. I'm just, that's, that, y'all the ones I'm looking for. Y'all the ones I'm looking for. They cannot handle your success. They cannot handle your anointing. They cannot handle your, y- y'all not hearing what I'm saying. Nobody will betray you unless they can't handle you. Why betray someone that's beneficial? Why, why, unless I can't take it? Betrayal comes from them not being able to handle you. Being jealous of you. Being envious of your anointing and your calling. Being envious of your connections and your relationships. You was cool with me until I came up. We was friends. We was cool. Don't do this, y'all. Because some people have been betrayed. Some people have betrayed in this room. Do not participate in the culture of the end times. I can't. I want to stay on that longer, but I can't. Because it's 850. <laughs> They will betray, betray their friends. They will be reckless. Oh, that is so huge. You could care less what you destroy. That's reckless. I know this because I've gotten many car tickets for reckless driving. And the cops always tell me, you could care less who you put in danger. I'm like, yes, I can. I'm a preacher. But you're living your life. I mean, you're driving like you don't care who you hurt. You're making decisions like you don't care who you hurt. Your only focus is where you got to go and what you want to do. And you don't care who you bump and bruise along the way. Reckless. They're going to be puffed up with pride. We talked about that. Uh Uh-oh. And love pleasure more than or rather than. You want pleasures or God? Pleasures. That's the choice of this culture. You want Jesus or Barabbas? Barabbas. Because if we take Jesus, all we're going to do is put him back out on the streets and he's going to tell us how wrong we are. That's That's how people who don't understand God view him. All he's going to do is tell us how bad we are. I ain't going to church because you don't understand God. You don't know him. You heard about him. Somebody done told you wrong. You done do, <laughs> they done told you wrong. Somebody done told you that he's just a God with a lightning bolt waiting to strike you as soon as you sneeze. No, he's a God with his arms open waiting to love you. Anyway, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, huh. or rather than God. I, w- I want to break that down more, but let's keep it going. Don't get caught outside in the dark. This is the sign of the darkness. We don't under- This is what I'm trying to set y'all up. This is the darkness. 
And we don't realize, oh, snap, I've been dark. So I'm trying to tell y'all, yo, get in the house because it's getting dark. Friends are betraying each other out in these streets. People are lovers of themselves out in these streets. People are slanders out there. Get in the house. People love money and themselves more than God. They would rather be pleased than love God. That's dangerous. That is dangerous to be cool with somebody who will choose pleasure over God. Because if you choose God, I'm safe with you. Because I know you honor God and you're not going to hurt me in a certain way because you follow the same code of conduct that I follow. But if you don't fear God, I'm not safe with you. You'll just use me to please yourself. And as soon as I don't please you no more, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to be in relationship with people who don't fear God. If your friends don't fear God, they're using you. They could use you, sir. That we, we both need that buffer. We both need that thing that we honor. That's what I was talking about in the beginning. Okay. All right. What's the next one? Let's go. Don't get caught outside. Here we go. Here we go. They, uh-oh. <laughs> they will act religious, <laughs> but they will reject the power that could make them godly. <laughs> Stay away. From people like that. So they act with this. I love God. If it had not been for the goodness of Jesus. Oh, they didn't bring me my soul. Cry, hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. I'll just give God the bread. They act religious. Girl, I prayed today and God told me. Uh, what? They act religious. But they will reject the power. That could make them godly. King James says they will uh, have a form of godliness, but denying the power. So they look godly, but they haven't let his power change them. The power of God is not to cast out demons. The power of God is to be changed. Uh-oh. Uh, thank you for that. I'm going to stay on this for two. Yeah, I have the power not just to do. But I got the power to be. We want power with God so we can ha and everybody. No, no, no. Power is not for the external. You know you got the Holy Ghost when you change, not when you change things. Uh Uh-oh. They don't want this. I know I got power with God when I change and become like him. I know I really have the Holy Spirit when I become more like him. Not when I sneeze and you get healed off my mucus. Sorry about that. Sorry, I'm sorry. Take my anointing, take it. And I get it. Give me my rag back. It's not for that. The anointing and the power of God is so I can stop being crazy. Because there are people who claim they got the Holy Ghost and they still crazy. So you're acting religious, but you're denying the power that's supposed to change your crazy. I know you got God when you ain't crazy or as crazy. <laughs> Just tell your neighbor, say, at least be less crazy. That's all I ask. Be less crazy. I got a little crazy in me too, but don't be that crazy. Bring it down a notch. Here you go. I'm done after this. 
And I want to share something with y'all after this. Then we, go, we, we out. It says, go back for a second. Thank you for being on point, production. Thank you. Stay away from people like that. It didn't say stay away from worldly people. Bible never says stay away from sinners. <laughs> well, well, what business does I have with darkness? Y'all get it. But for the most part, it made it a point. Stay away from religious people that act all holy but don't change. Because they're going to confuse you. Because you're going to think you got to be like them to be godly. And God don't want two hypocrites. <laughs> One of y'all got to be the real deal. Look at your neighbor and say, that will be me. I'm the real deal up in here. I'm, <laughs> I'm running around the church not because I got it together, because I want to get it all together. I want to I wanna get better, not because I'm perfect. I want to be better. Um, all right, now let's go to the last one. Here we go. I'm out. Don't be, now this, this is that whole scripture in the Message Bible. It's the whole five verses I just read in the Message Bible version. I like it a little bit. It says, don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead. As the end approaches, look at the difficulty. People are going to be self-absorbed. Why is that a sign of difficulty? Y'all got to think about this. That's a bad thing to be self-absorbed. Don't do that. Don't do that. Be counterculture. Do not go along. I know y'all know what I'm saying. Let me just keep moving. Don't be self-absorbed. Don't be money-hungry. Get your needs supplied, hallelujah, but don't, don't just use people for a dollar. That's why Jesus flipped over tables, yo. Jesus never lost his cool. They don't slap them, punch them in the face. They don't, he never lost his cool until you started taking advantage of my people, charging them, ooh, charging them money to worship. Because you know you had to use lamb, ram, bull, bullock, to sacrifice. So they had all these things and, and these uh, for sale. Like instruments of sacrifice and, and tools of worship that you'll need. They had it for sale. So the people can worship God. Don't do that. Give them that anointed oil. Put that anointing on their head. Don't be like five dollars. Get them that thing on their head. Put that little cross in their head, leave them alone. <laughs> Money hungry, self-promoting. Oh, just think about yourself. Who, who else are you putting on? You, you understand what I'm saying? As you go up, are you bringing people with you or are you just self-promoting? I ain't going in on that because, you know, but that's the culture. Stuck up. God, just let me move on this list, please. Y'all know what that means, right? Profane, that means secular, unholy, right? Nothing is separate. Uh, con contemptu cont I don't even know what that word says. Contemptuous. <laughs> Disobedient to parents, basically. Crude, coarse, dog eat dog, unbending. Be Look at your neighbor and say, be flexible. Why got to be your way or no way? You said we're making a left. Okay, it's construction. Be like the navigation system. Just always peaceful. Make the next left. Pass it. Make the next left. Pass it. Make the next left. Pass it. 
Make the next left. Pass it. Make the next left. Pass it. Make the next left. Pass it. All right, all right, all right. Stop playing. Stop playing. They never changed their tone. Certain movies, they be joking about it. I said make a left. That, movies. But in real life, the navigator, it don't never lose its cool. Because ultimately, I'm trying to help you anyway. And when you're not trying to help people, you're unbending. Slanderers, impulsively wild, savage. We celebrate that now. I'm savage. Whoa. I'm a savage. Do not participate. I know y'all laughing. Like, oh, I did say that. I, that's my last hashtag. I'm not condemning you. I'm just showing you you're participating in the mindset of the end time culture. That's ultimately against God's ways. But they made savage cool. See, the enemy is not ever going to present something to you that looks destructive. He's going to present it as the coolest thing you've ever seen in your life. So now you hashtag, I'm a savage. And you don't even know that's a sign of the end time. Dysfunctional characteristic. I'm not a savage. I have been salvaged. I tried. Cynical, treacherous, ruthless. Ruthless. They said before Boaz got married, he was ruthless. It's a joke. Thank you, Tim. My man, my man, my man. Love you, bro. I'll be here all week. Try the salmon. It's great. <laughs> Woo! Stop playing. We in church. All right, let me get this out. Blow the windbags. Here we go. Addicted to lust and allergic to God. Addicted to lust, allergic to God. Turn away from them. I, I want to share something with you that I, I heard on like a TED talk. My wife let me hear a TED talk. And this is what I gathered from it. I talked about it before. If you were here for uh, Cheer Up, Happy Days, Autumn Sermons, I want y'all to hear something. If you, can I have a, a few more minutes, y'all? Y'all, check this out. This is, this, is, this is psychological. All right, y'all know I'm trying to go back to school for neuro, neurologic, neuro brain study. <laughs> Head stuff. Uh, I want to do that so badly. I just like how to. Check this out. I talked about it before, right? God put certain chemicals in us, right? Everything God gave us is meant for his glory in some way. Even you being, never mind. Yeah, I can't do that. I ain't doing that. I was going to say like aroused for your wife so you can procreate. You understand what I'm saying? So everything God gave you is for his glory, right? So you can, even stuff that is just for you to enjoy. So you can enjoy it and say, thank you, Jesus. This steak is crazy. You understand what I'm saying? God is not eating the steak, but he allows you to enjoy it to give him glory. That's why he says, in all things, give thanks. Put that ketchup on that thing and say, thank you. I mean, in a swirl, thank He lets you enjoy it. Food could just be a necessity, like dog food. I look at their food like I feel so sorry for them. So every once in a while, my wife throws some, you know, 
meat in there for the dogs to eat. But that dry little, I'd be looking like, man. Well, they just doing it for necessity. God could have did us like that. But he let us enjoy it. So next time you eat, say, thank you, Jesus. We have these chemicals, y'all. Endorphins, dopamine, right? Serotonin and what's the last one? Huh? Huh? Oxytocin. <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> uh, uh, which one should I do? Let me do endorphins. Endorphins are meant, these are, these are chemicals that are released when you experience certain things. Endorphins are used to mask pain. So endorphins are released to cover or mask pain. Like a runner, when they're running, when they get tired, they, go, they call it a, a runner's boost or, or, or just an extra burst of energy. That's, that's that, that's that uh, uh, endorphins being released so that you can endure. So the purpose is endurance. You, you know, because in the primal days, if they had to hunt, they, they had to hunt their food and they had to get, they, even if they hit a branch, like, ah, they couldn't stop. So endorphins will kick in so they can keep hunting. So God put these natural chemicals in us so that we can endure pain to achieve the goal. I feel like running around the church. So, so, so he gives you natural chemical, uh, uh, biochemical things to help, to help you achieve to his glory. Y'all with me? So the runner gets tired, but they, they get a, a burst of energy, and they feel great. And when they cross the finish line, they feel amazing. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! An hour later, ow! <laughs> now you feel the pain the endorphins covered an hour ago. Okay? I'm just going to go through these really quickly. But it's created for survival and endurance. We now use it primarily for, like, exercise. Come on, one more, man, one more, one more. Ah, one more, man. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got to go. <laughs> now we use it for ambition and like working out. But the original was for survival and endurance. He gave you that chemical. He also gave us uh, serotonin. This, is, this, is, this feeling is responsible for feelings of confidence and status. This is a leadership chemical, all right, which is why public recognition is important. That's why they have award ceremonies and stuff like that is to release the serotonin chemical in us for achievement purposes. It's important. Uh, uh, th that's why they have commencement for graduation. Yeah, he said, hey, what do you really need for graduation? They just should send you an email like, you passed, good job. Here's the PDA file for your, <laughs> your diploma, thank you. No, but they have huge graduation ceremonies because of how important serotonin is. Okay, to release that chemical, like, I achieved it, I, I did it, it's feelings of confidence, it's a leadership thing, and uh, uh, it, 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 it reinforces relationships. Because when you say, I want to thank my mom, I want to thank, thank Liv, thank y'all, I'm so full of serotonin and gratitude that I give it, and the ones that I'm talking to, y'all, serotonin is released in your chemical. The mom is like, I love you. She got all this serotonin. 
<laughs> it's meant to reinforce meaningful relationships. I, I can't break this down because it's late, but y'all come back Sunday. We'll do it. Uh, but it, for, for serotonin, look, watch this, y'all. Let me just explain this really quick. It's for confidence, right? But the flip side, because y'all know I'm going to flip it. The flip side is in this culture, it's very materialistic. So now status, now the, the serotonin is a, a status chemical. It's a status chemical. It's the confidence you feel because of status. Okay? So, so, so God gave that to us because we walk in authority in this earth. We are the hierarchy as children of God in this earth. You can't walk in authority and not have confidence. You can't be a kingdom punk. That's why David stepped up like, what y'all scared of this guy for? Who this? Who this uncircumcised Philistine? He had serotonin like, I got it. No, I got it. Because, now, why did he have so much serotonin? Because he beat the lion. And he beat the bear. So now he's willing to face even giants. We're scared of any test. We're scared of any trial because we don't have enough. Even chemical, not just spiritual. I'm talking chemical. This is how your body is made up, right? So, so, so now in our materialistic culture, they, they equate status to money and how much you have. You know what I mean? So the serotonin gets tricked in there. It's supposed to come from like certain achievements and accolades. But now if you have money or, or now, now that's it, that's it. They say, let me slow down. This is why, uh, uh, so any display of wealth increases status and chemical of serotonin, which is why logos are on the outside of clothes. So any display of wealth increases serotonin. So you wear big G, G, Gucci stuff like, you good? How you feeling? You good? You feel like you're on top of the world because you're wearing logos, and that means status. You got all these Gs, all these, you know, you, you, the, the red on the side for Prada, and you, they, they put the logos on the outside to increase your serotonin, but they're only tricking you to buy their stuff. Because you ain't got no more status. You just got a nice pair of glasses. Uh-oh. And you attain that without relationship. So you ain't got nobody to thank for your new shoes. So the enemy tricks you unless you feel that, but without, you know, justification. It's not verified. You didn't get it the right way. Let me talk about it. I got it. I'll get it. I'll get back. It's too deep. Let me chill. I know. It's, it's, it's kind of. Oxytonin. I'm almost done, y'all. We didn't come here for no science class. But you got to know how your body works because these are the things the enemy uses. That's what I'm about to turn it. Never mind. He knows you're wired like this. We don't. Oxytocin. That. It's a chemical feeling of love, trust, friendship. It's the reason why we like to spend time with our friends and do nothing. I guarantee mostly everybody who sat in here, you chose who you sat next to. Yeah, because you don't want to sit next to a stranger because no oxytocin is released. When you sit next to somebody you know, somebody you trust, you get that feeling of safety. Y'all all laughing like, I don't know him. I don't know. Spouses, he making me sit next to him. I want to be over there with Clarice. 
but it releases feelings of oxytocin, right? So that's, 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 that, that's that love, that's that trust, that's that friendship. Ways to release this chemical is physical contact. So hugging feels great. That's why my wife don't let people touch her who she don't know. Because that releases a chemical you ain't earned. That's for people I trust and love. Don't be, hey, guys, don't get mad if all girls don't want to hug you. Let me just say this. Because you're, 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 you're releasing chemicals unearned. And then if they have a crush on you, you mad. Ladies the same way. We got muscles. Praise the Lord, sir. Praise the Lord, sir. You can praise him from back there. You can praise him from over there. Hugging. Don't let everybody hug you and cut. Uh-uh. That releases chemicals that should be earned. Shaking hands. If you're doing a business deal. All right, sir, thank you so much. If they don't shake your hand, you're not going to trust the deal. Even if they sign the contract and you got everything you want, desire, thank you so much, sir. All right, man. You're not going to trust it. Because there's something that's released when we make contact. That's why prayer works. When you touch and agree. I'm sorry. Woo, good God almighty. How? If any two of you would agree as in touching, it releases something. Go ahead and shake somebody's hand you trust and say, in the name of Jesus, release power, release favor, release glory, release increase, release wisdom. Ah! I said, shake somebody's hand you trust and release glory, release power, release the devil. somebody you trust and say give me some give me some give me some power give me some anointing give me some favor give me some increase give me give me give me give me give me give me release it all in the room release it all in the room that's why when you touch God said when you touch God everything that's in him is transferred to you I'm almost done thank you all for the extra time Jesus that's why the woman with the issue of blood she said if I could just but touch Anybody ready to touch God tonight? Does anybody need God to release heavenly chemicals? Ah! Ask your neighbor, who you touching? You receive the chemicals of who you touch. I want to touch God. I want those chemicals to be released when I'm in his presence. He's the only one I trust to that degree. I got to go. I know y'all ready to shout, but let me give you the last one. 
All right. How about the old side? It's more effective. It's more effective to speak in person sometimes than to send a text. Because of this chemical right here. Don't send a text. Go to their room. Go upstairs. Go downstairs. We text in the same house. Yesterday, I was like, you know what, let me, hey, Austin, how you, I went to her room and actually had a great conversation with her. And oxytocin was released, the chemical of trust, safety, love, that's released through that. So don't be so distant to people who you really care about. Pick up the phone. Don't just do texts and emails, that's just, that don't release that chemical. You're naturally wired that way, y'all. There were no texting in the caveman days. Not even David. Elijah ain't had no email. So all of his relationships had this bond that we don't have in this culture because the enemy has severed it through technology advancements. We're so far from where God intended us to be. We don't even know how each other feel. You can't even sense that I'm getting on your nerves. I can't even sense that y'all ready to go home right now and I'm still teaching. I'm just playing. I hope. Because y'all can leave if you want. But you can't even sense that what you're saying may be the wrong way to somebody you love. Because we've been so disconnected through the advancement of technology. Call me sometime. Or text me and say, are you available? Yeah, text me first. Don't just, don't, please don't just. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me, let me keep moving. I'll, I'll go into that. Let me go to this last one, y'all. Dopamine. All right, I'm done after this. Thank you all for listening. We don't went from the spiritual to the practical, and y'all still with me. This is a mature church. Thank you so much. It's the feeling of accomplishing goals. Dopamine exists to help us get stuff done. That's why it's important to write things down. When you cross it off, that dopamine is released. Wake up, pray, wash, eat, go to work. When you wake up and pray, boom, dopamine. And it encourages you to do the next thing. Have you ever woke up and done nothing but wanted to do a lot? Write it down. There's a, there's a biochemical released in you. God wired you that way. He wired you to win. Tell your neighbor, I'm wired to win. He wired you to win. So every time you do something towards the, the oh, so that's why, let me, let me just flow because I'm trying to read it. But that's why when you see, uh, uh, when you see a, a burger on TV, dopamine is released if you like burgers. And it makes you go after it. So now you, you get dressed, a little more dopamine is released. You get in the car, a little more is released. The closer you get to Burger King, y'all quiet for some reason. All right, what? She said Burger King. Uh-uh, come on, babe. You got to come up. You got to say something better than some Burger King. I'm making a point. I'm not advertising anywhere. Let me say Chick-fil-A. I just called y'all mature, and y'all just whipped me. 
closer you get to Chick-fil-A, more dopamine is released. More is released to encourage you to accomplish the goal. He put that in Adam, Eve, Abraham. That's not a recent thing. That's why he said way back in the day, write the vision. Make it plain. That they may run. Who read? They, they're going to, yo, I want you to win. I want you to accomplish it. We got goals on the inside. We don't write it down. We never accomplish it. No dope, natural. I'm not even talking about the spiritual implications. These are natural. What God gave us from birth. The other thing that gives us dopamine rushes. Cigarettes. Sorry. Nicotine. Thank you, my love. Alcohol. Gambling. And most recently added, cell phones. I'm going to say this in my closing because it's, it's later than what I wanted to be up here, y'all. And I'll finish this at another time. God establishes all of these natural things. <laughs> God establishes <laughs> these natural things. So we can have momentum to fulfill purpose. These are natural biochemical rewards for fulfilling purpose. If nobody claps for you, you got chemicals celebrating, y'all. You feel like you feel like people are applauding for you naturally. God did this so that you won't need another man's praise. But what happens is dopamine and endorphins are dangerous if unbalanced. Cell phones, because it, 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 it becomes an addiction. Let's go to this really quick. The next one, I'm done. The, the, the definition of addiction. Addiction is the state. First of all, it's the state. It's not an action. It's a, a, a who you are. It, you become. It's the state of being enslaved to a habit or practice, or to something that is psychologically or physically habit-forming as narcotics such as, to, here we go, to such an extent that its secession causes severe trauma. I'm done. You know you're addicted, not when you keep doing the same thing. That's how you form the addiction. You see it? Okay. You're enslaved to a habit, I keep doing it, or practice, I keep doing it. It's habit forming, all right? So you can break it before that, but we normally don't because of the dopamine that's released. You feel good when you eat, so people keep eating, eating, eating until you're obese. Anything, sex, drugs, you just, you got to keep doing it until you're enslaved by it. That's why we need the spirit, y'all, right? It's not about you. You don't know you got an addiction because you keep doing it. He always smoking. He always drinking. That don't mean he got an addiction. To the point where its secession causes severe trauma. If it ceases, secession, if it has to stop and you like, ah, where my phone at? I know it's an addiction if I got to stop and I go crazy. 
your phone in the kitchen and go to bed. You wake up like, ah, 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 ah. That's how you know you're addicted. Never mind. You're addicted. I'm almost done, y'all. An addict is also described as one who has grown physically or psychologically dependent on a substance. That's my last point. Now you depend on this thing to survive. But God put that dopamine in you naturally for his glory. The enemy knows you got that chemical and he plays on that. So now you think you're in love, but you're really addicted. I tried to break up with him, but I went back and he must be the one. No, you're addicted. So the point where when you got to separate from him, you experience severe trauma. We're calling addictions love. We're calling addictions purpose. I got to get back in the studio. I got to get back. You might be addicted to the studio. That don't mean that's your purpose. And you know you got an addiction when those who love you and around you are harmed by your behavior. If you're in the studio all night and you're married and your marriage is suffering, that's not your calling. That's an addiction. I'm talking to myself. That's why I keep saying studio. Y'all like, what studio is he talking about? That's me. I did that. I was addicted to what I thought was purpose. And it was. That is my purpose. But not unbalanced. But the enemy, well, the enemy has to use God-given things. He can't create nothing. I got to go, man. You feel me? So every spirit needs flesh to host it. The Holy Spirit wants to dwell in you. Demonic spirits wants to dwell in you. It needs humans to function in the earth. So they, they come through these chemicals in the name of, and we think because it's natural that it's supposed to be. Just because these chemicals of pleasure are released, <laughs> it might be dysfunctional, causing you to be enslaved. So now we're calling things love that's really an addiction. I love cigarettes. No, you're addicted to it. I love Quincy. No, you're addicted to him. I was going to play a video, but I'm not going to do it now. Huh? Don't or do? No, no, it's not a video like that. My hometown in Willenboro, New Jersey, there was a 23-year-old boy who had an argument with his girlfriend, who was probably a teenager. Huh? Okay. 17. First of all, never mind. She's 17, he's 23. Yeah, yeah. I know we wooing and ah, this happens every day. This is, how, this, is how, this is what I'm trying to tell y'all. It's getting dark outside. They get in an argument. She go to work. He go to her house. Kills her grandmother. 
drowns her nine-year-old sibling and waits for her to come home. Stabbed them both multiple times. Passion crime. That's not shooting. That's not anger. That's passion. I can't stab the turkey once. Don't even let me cut it at Thanksgiving. Oh, God, are you all right? I'll be rubbing the turkey and cutting it. You good? Is this okay? It take me two hours. Will you cut the turkey time? <laughs> to stab something until it's dead? Dark. Gross darkness. Because you had a... The girl came home for work. See her crib dead. Sorry. Sees her family dead. I told you I ain't playing. Now get in the car. They get in the car. Go to Wawa. How you go to Wawa, bro? How you chilling that hard? Gross darkness. It's dark out there, y'all. And I know y'all sitting here like, please, man, West Palm. What? I know it's more stuff, but I just want to bring up one thing. The fact that you can think of something worse is proof that it's dark outside. That's for all the tough people in here. That ain't nothing. Right, you're proving my point. It's dark. Went to Wawa. She writes them a letter like, he just killed my whole family. They call the cops. Chase him. He goes live. He's evil as they come, but still needs a dopamine rush. He goes live, records himself running from the cops. He bangs into a pole. Bang. They're alive. He's, he went to court yesterday, I guess. And she, I don't even know what's up with her. It's dark out there. But watch this. You got to stay in the house. Listen, you got to stay in God's way. You ain't going to have no argument like that if y'all not having sex. Hold on, hold on. Don't clap. Don't clap. Don't clap, please. Let's talk for two minutes and I'm done. We expect things to happen functionally even though we behave dysfunctionally. Because having a boyfriend and girlfriend a day means this is the person I'm sleeping with. It don't mean this is somebody we just commit. No, this is who I'm having sex with. Yeah, and there's no amens because I know. But that's not God's way. So outside in the dark, all of this is possible. Because it shouldn't have been a sexual connection. Hold on, don't clap. In the first place. I'm the least of these. I committed adultery. That's all over. I'll tell you that from my mouth so you don't think I'm coming at y'all. I stepped outside of the house and destroyed my whole marriage. I chilled outside in the dark, committed adultery, destroyed my whole marriage. But God is greater. Thank you, Jesus. 22 years this year. 22 years this year. 22 years this year. All right, hold on. While y'all clapping over that, let's go back to my point. Y'all happy about that? No. You can't expect godly favor on that. Deliberately. You can't expect this protection if you ain't in the house. And I ain't just talking about STDs. I'm not even threatening you. I'm just telling you, don't be frustrated with your life. He ain't even called me. He, you haven't said it's dysfunctional. Anything can happen outside. I can't believe he's cheating on me. Why y'all having sex anyway? Oh, God, let me calm down. 
I'm not condemning anybody. I'm saying because of the culture today, that makes sense to have sex with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Everybody, everybody does it because of the culture. It ain't because of the kingdom. Huh? It's not kingdom. It's culture. And we expect the flow of God outside the house when he only promised his flow in the house. You outside, you on your own. You inside, he got you. My daughter told me, somebody was like, yeah. Oh, God. Like, yo, I don't want you for sex. Yo, I don't want you for sex. Yo, I don't. I'm sorry to put your stuff out there, baby girl. But they don't know who we're talking about. Because she was getting sex with somebody else. And she was like, yo, how you going? Well, you ain't giving to me. What you expect me to do? That's the common, hold on. That's the common culture thought. What you expect me to do? I got to get it from somewhere. You're 16. You don't have to get it from nowhere. Hold on. Don't clap. Don't clap. Don't clap. I got to go. What you mean you got to get it from somewhere? Where's your, I don't, did you have one of these? You shouldn't even have sex with somebody you can't provide for. I'm sorry. You ain't even got a car. After you done having sex with her, your Uber's on the way. You ain't even got a car. You ain't even got a house. Yo, you got to hurry up and get out of here. My dad coming home. You ain't, why you having, oh God. I'm not hating on nobody. I put my stuff out there. I told y'all what I dealt with and still get tempted with. I told y'all. I'm not above the code. I'm not above the thoughts. But at some point, you're going to have to decide whether you're going to be inside or out. You ain't got no flow. You ain't got no money. The money ain't worth I just need another job. I got to provide for my girl, man. Why is she living with you? You got all this pressure to provide for somebody who you shouldn't be in sexual relationship with yet. God is trying to make you a man, 13-year-old boy. Or a 27-year-old boy. It don't matter. Why is sex before commitment? Why sex before, you understand what I'm, but that's the, and y'all in here like, oh my God, he's talking about it. it. Even homosexuality and lesbianism, people want me to talk about that and you 13. Why are we talking about sex with anything? Before we talk about it, why are you thinking about having sex with another guy and you're 12? But that's the culture, it's normal to the point where y'all shocked right now that I'm talking about it. That's how normal it is. That's how far we are from this book. I ain't perfect, but I'm, try- I'm pressing toward. Somebody clap your hands and say, I'm not perfect, but I'm pressing. Stand on up. I ain't perfect, but I'm pressing. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And the enemy is using these chemicals <laughs> to get you hooked on her. Because look, I'm done. I'm done, y'all. Look at this. It's not about the object. I can't let her go. It's not about cigarettes and nicotine. It's about the chemicals released in you when you experience it. So we say, I can't live without her. Yes, you can. You can't live without that feeling, and that's true. 
But that don't mean she's the only one that can provide that biochemical release. That don't mean alcohol is the only thing that can give you that dopamine rush. So you think you can't live without alcohol. That's just the object the enemy is using to release the natural chemicals you should have. That God wants you to have. His way. So stop giving so much honor to these objects. Pornography is not powerful. It just plays on those chemicals. Take authority over your body. Take authority over your mind. Take authority over your emotions. Stop letting everything drive you. Get in the driver's seat, buckle up, and drive to your destiny. Ain't about them, ain't about her. He's so cute, and you get all these butterflies because that chemical is released because he's cute. But he ain't the only cute one. God, you release my chemicals and direct me to objects. Instead of these objects claiming these feelings. That's how people can manipulate you. Because you think they're the only ones that can make you feel like that. You think they're the only ones that can give you that feeling. You think sex is the only thing that can give you that feeling. Are you kidding me? I've been in many worship sessions where I've been way higher than drugs, alcohol, and sex. Ain't none of that in heaven. I said none of that is in heaven. Sex, drugs, or alcohol ain't there. But we're going to be so happy, we're going to be mad that we were bound to any of these things. Live, be free! Be free! Be free! Control you by these biochemical releases. Yes, God ordained it. Yes, God put it there. But not so the enemy can manipulate and control you. Understand that's what it is. You ain't all that, girl. I just like what's released when I'm with you. You ain't all that, homie. You cute. Well, for girls to say that, whatever. You cute. But I just like what's released. When I experience your presence, it's not about you. It's about what I feel. Own you. Own you. Own you. Free. Freedom is in the room. It's getting dark outside. Get in the house. Get in the house. Last Wednesday, that Willenboro story happened. Maybe last night, you know a more horrific story. It's getting dark out there. And your swag can't protect you. Your skills and your talent can't protect you. Your looks can't shield you. You can only be safe if you're in the house. Doing it his way. Might not be fun, but it's safe. talk more about it. I'm not trying to condemn anybody. I'm trying to free you. What if you didn't know you were addicted? Father, I thank you for your word tonight. 
for your freedom tonight. You're giving us power over everything. This thing can't control me. He can't, she can't, it can't, it won't control me because you've given me authority over everything in the earth. I reclaim my authority. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.